We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on the second guest show, Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. On our Oakland Hard Jewelers uh, Talk and Text line, we got Jeff Nowak from WWL. Uh, he's our sports digital producer and also tag teams with Steve Geller on the Inside Black and Gold podcast. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Jeff, uh, this story broke yesterday. Uh, no surprise, I know for two weeks we've talked about it, that the Saints have zeroed in on Derek Carr. He's the guy they wanted. The compensation part we all knew was going to end up being a third-round pick. But Bob and I talked about this. Come on, if I'm his agent, man, come on. I just don't want one team after me. I want three or four. And in a quarterback-starved NFL, Derek Carr's and also his agent made the smart move here by saying, what? Man, I'm not accepting that. I want to be a free agent. And they stuck basically the Raiders the middle finger. Okay, you might get a compensatory. You're going to get a compensatory right. pick out of this. But basically, Actually, I'm not letting you deal me. I'm not letting you deal me. I'm going to go where I want to go. Yeah, I actually don't think they're going to get a comp pick because he will technically have been cut. Um, so okay. they won't even get okay. They'll get nothing. Oh, they'll um, get, they'll but get yeah, nothing. It, oh. <laughs> one, of ahead, the, one of the things, if I'm, you know, I've had a few people kind of say, like, what, dude, does he really think he's going to get more than, you know, $40 million on the open market? And what? At the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. But I bet he does. If I'm if I'm Derek Carr and I'm like thinking like my agent's telling me oh yeah yeah we're good we're gonna get more than that I believe him because this is a guy who managed to negotiate you know forty million a season from the Raiders and also got a no, full no trade clause in that contract somehow I don't know how he, he managed to pull that off but like I have confidence in my agent in my, if I'm Derek Carr so I have no qualms about going to free agency and I think like if anything this visit to the Saints kind of reinforced just how what his value should be on the open market. And I think the Saints are still going to have interest in him as a free agent, but like it would have much, it would have benefited the Saints a lot more than it would have Derek Carr for the Saints to have been able to pull off this trade. And I think that kind of tells you all you need to know about the thought process that went into that. Jeff, what you got here is the agent smart enough, you know, come on, he's made that phone call to a couple of different people. He knows the lay of the right. land financially. And while it would have been a good move for the Saints, from a financial standpoint, because the way it's set up, basically it could be a one year and you get out uh, if, if you took that trade. Now, right. I think he wants a long-term stability deal 
and you're going to be locked into him not only for one year or two years, you're going to be locked to him for more than that. That's why Andy Dalton's more attractive as a bridge guy. If you want a young guy in here, you don't want Derek Carr because that means we're going you're to bed. You're not going to go with Andy. We're going to bed with Derek Carr. And, and I still say, uh, you know, listen, uh, the Derek Carr and his people are just supply and demand, not enough quarterbacks. Do y'all think uh, who that nation, do y'all think the quarterback Dak Prescott is worth like $38 million? When the hell he's won? What? No, but it goes to market. So if his agent, so Derek Carr, I mean, I'm not against money. I like money. I was trying to get $1 million. I mean, uh, when I look at now, I sat out the whole damn season. So when I look like, uh, like, like, like with, with Derek Carr, all I know is right now how Derek Carr, where he's at, he's three years younger than Andy Dalton. If Derek Carr, now if let's say I'm Andy Dalton's agent, because again, there's not enough quarterbacks. If Derek Carr, let's say he's worth uh, uh, 34 million. Well, it, it, isn't Andy Dalton worth like 16 million? Like half price less? I mean, it's like unbelievable. The fans can't co- comprehend this, but the reason why the market's like this, because they don't have enough guys they can count on, the general manager, to bring stability to a team. Now, are you going to win anything? People, the Saints might get mad at me. I, I, I mean, it's just it is what it is. Jeff, all, I, all I know is you're not winning anything with Derek Carr or Andy Dalton. Now, you want to bring stability for the future? Because I can tell you right now, we're both quarterbacks. I still think we're 8, 9, 9, and 18. Mickey Loomis and the Saints organization and uh, Dennis Allen, I, I like all those guys. But they still think, they're living in a fantasy world, they still think we're in that bridge going 16 years plus, or we're still in that Super Bowl window. If you're realistic, what who that nation member says, we're in the Super Bowl window. I'm not talking about a winning team. Or, or even a playoff or team. Or even a playoff team. Because I'm telling you, it wasn't much difference, us being 10-7 and 7 or 7-10. and 10. Doesn't mean you're winning anything. I think we were right there, the same song and dance. That's why... I think uh, whether it's Hooker, you would draft a young guy. You have to go over the young guys all the time. And uh, watching a fight or the negotiation, because they see what Pat Mahomes has done. Who's Pat Mahomes' baby? Uh, it, it'd be like Caleb Williams. Watch what's going to happen next year. And I, I, now, I don't know what's going to happen with Caleb Williams at USC. If he builds upon what he's going to do, what I think he will do at USC next year, uh, no telling what teams would give up to try and get him. Like all of a sudden, Andy Reid. Bob, I'd never, I'd never trade him away. No, no. I, I, no but, uh, <laughs> there ain't no way in the world well, well, you're getting him from me. But, but it's like Andy Reid, all of a sudden, the Saints, I got to give him a lot of credit. We wanted Pat Mahomes. But then you got to give Andy Reid credit. They jumped the Saints. Yep. And got Pat Mahomes. And we got a winner, too. We got Marshawn Lattimore, rookie of the year on defense. But he ain't a quarterback. He ain't a quarterback. Marshawn Lattimore, you don't think he made a difference? He helped us beat the world. He helped us beat the Super Bowl contender in the Eagles. Remember when he had that pick six? That was Lattimore. Said, man, we know Lattimore can play, but he ain't a quarterback. Uh, I'm telling you. Go Jeff, ahead, Jeff. Sorry. Jeff. I went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff, I think <laughs> a, a big contender here is going to be teams from the NFC South, and I think Carolina. There's a lot of rumblings in the agent circuit that the Panthers – will do one of two things. They will either make a big play toward Derek Carr or try to make a move up to get the top overall pick in the draft to get Bryce Young. Now, it's going to cost you a lot more to get Bryce than Derek Carr. I have a question for you and Jeff, uh, uh, Mike. 
And you might say, well, give me the young, give me the young guy. Uh, okay, who would you take? Lamar Jackson or Bryce Young right now? Okay, the reason why I say that. Bryce Young, look, he's healthy and all that. Look, Lamar, but Lamar was an MVP in 2018. No, we take And Lamar. he's 25. That's what I'm saying. If Fontenot, if Fontenot wants to be successful in the and ATL. that'll be a play, it, too. I'm telling you, if Atlanta, now, uh, I, I'm not telling them what to do, but because if Fontenot. Because finances was, is going to play a big part into that. Plus, they're like plus 50 million over the cap. And, and, and that helps. And we 50 million under the cap, minus. So, Jeff, so, uh, I, mean, I, I do think an NFC South team, and in particular, Carolina is going to be a major player in the Derek Carr sweepstakes. Why not? They should be. Yeah, I mean, well, at the, at the end of the day, you just look at the, the names on the free agent market for quarterbacks, and there just are none, right? Like, you got, is Geno Smith going to make $150 million with his next team? Like, I don't know if that's going to be the Seahawks. They can go draft a quarterback if they'd like to, right? I mean, like, Daniel Jones is going to make $40 million a year, so there's just, like, there is going to be competition for Derek Carr because there's no one else to compete for. Um, well, so the any, other guy. any team looking for a quarterback is going to be kicking the tires on Derek Carr, I think, and that's going to mean the Saints, if they want him, they're going to have to pay at the top of the market. And that, that, I think, at the end of the day, is going to be what makes this really difficult because while this is a team that is okay with moving money around and obviously the cap situation isn't going to stop them from making a move they're really dead set on, I mean, it is going to limit what their upper ceiling is going to be, and that's going to be true of a trade. Like if they wanted to go get Lamar Jackson, it's going to be true of signing anybody. I still think a guy like Teddy Bridgewater might make sense. Like, but that's going to be the like that's like the tier two option, right? Like you're talking about Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson as like those four guys who have been somewhat proven, right? Teddy beyond that, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston. Like, it's not a, it's not there's just not a lot of options. Okay, listen, Teddy, two gloves. We love him. He rode his bike to work. Anybody that's <laughs> on a bicycle is going to work. How can you not love him? He was five and zero as the Saints quarterback. What the hell has he done? Oh, you look at Carolina, one Miami, Miami, Denver. Denver. No, I, I'm telling you. So it is uh, like like Jeff, you were saying, like uh, second tier. So oh, bring Teddy Bridgewater back. He's our Messiah. What? What are you talking about? Teddy Bridgewater's not better than Andy Dalton right now. You know why? What have he done for me lately? Look what Andy Dalton did this year compared to when Teddy Bridgewater had opportunity. I'm not talking about when Teddy Bridgewater went five and zero. That's all you got to look at where you're at right now and, Jeff, and, and who you're choosing. Jeff, I, I think no matter what happens at quarterback to bring in a veteran, this team's philosophy on quarterbacks have to change. And I've been <laughs> waving this flag. You've got to draft a quarterback every year. I'm not saying in round one or round two, but every year you've got to throw the pitch out and, there. And you hope they hit. Because you know what? A third of the quarterbacks that get selected in the NFL draft make it in the NFL. I'm hey. not talking about starters. I'm talking about making it in the NFL. So, so not a journeyman, not have a 10-year career. I'm talking about being the man. Uh, when you look at look, look at the Jets, the hopeless Jets, they're still looking for the next Joe Namath. What? The, you, you, Jeff, none of you, y'all weren't even born there. I was like in third grade <laughs> um, when, when Joe, Joe I mean, Wheeler I, and what he did with the Jets. I, I disagree <laughs> with that to some extent. Right, like I think if you're going to draft a quarterback, you have to do it in the first three rounds. There's yeah, just, there's like, it, it depends it, on who you your bridge kind of guy is. You're drafting to be a, for a backup quarterback, in my opinion. But, because well, for me, well, I think that you have to do it virtually every year because you might get that guy late. Might. Man, don't tell me, oh, we, we had the guard rated much higher. Man, that guard's a backup? Man, give me a shot at a guy that I believe in at quarterback 
And that's why I believe all that don't draft a quarterback only in the first two rounds is a bunch of horse hockey. You got to take your shot. But name me the quarterbacks that were drafted late that are like actually being useful quarterbacks right now, like Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. I mean, those guys are like top four rounds. Russell. Okay. Wilson. Okay. Yeah. But, but you okay. got to take your shot yeah, yeah, at it, yeah, yeah. Jeff. But, 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 you're not going to get a shot. Every year in rounds one and two. Okay. okay. The rounds one and two, you're not going to get them either. Uh, okay. You could say Brock Purdy, but you have to look at the yeah, supporting that, that's, cast. That's, no, it was the supporting cast with the 49 great. No, no. That, that's why I think you ultimately have success. But, Jeff, if you look at the 21st century – uh, if you look at, like, all the first-round quarterbacks that have been drafted, and, and maybe you might say that's like a Major League Baseball hitter, you're batting 300. It's a third of them that really work out. Now, I'm talking about two decades. That's like a, a long like time. Early second or first round. So I understand. To me, you have to take a quarterback uh, uh, hit in the first round if you have that chance and you really like him, but doesn't mean they're going to work out. It's, it's not even a 50-50 proposition. Look at the Jets I, I, with Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson didn't work out. Okay, you can go almost every year, and, and they got him that miss and miss and miss. So I, my feeling is that you got to continue to do that. You might, you're not going to hit on those guys every once in a while. If you don't have your guy, you got to use a first or a second-round pick on a quarterback. But I would do it every year because the one time I hit, I may be able to cash in big on that guy I picked in round four or a guy I picked in round five. I well, think his philosophy has not worked here with stay away from drafting a quarterback. What, Garrett Grayson? Okay. No, Sean Payne did not do a good job. No, uh, uh, many. Uh, I mean, uh, when you look at, like, the Saints, even the organization, who, who we drafted, Archie Manning? Uh, I can tell you this and right Dave now. Dave Wilson was the last uh, okay, first-round okay. pick guy. I was a free agent. I beat out Dave Wilson. He was a fir- first-round. <laughs> and you were a free agent. He was a first-round supplemental pick. I came in the USFL. Now, I won a championship, but they ended up beating out Dave Wilson. But he was a first-round supplemental pick. And, yep. So you just don't know. You, you just don't, don't know. know. And that's why uh, you got to keep trying. All I know trying. is what I do know, Caleb Williams. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm right now. Hey, no, that might come once every decade or whatever. There's probably uh, 18 teams no. thinking just like you. I, I, I don't I, have to I, take I'd be this. shocked if Caleb Williams don't work out. He'd have to be hurt or something. And the kid from North Carolina, me, is really good, too. He's I'm a, telling he's you. A, I, he's, he's a big guy. He's, yeah. he's got a chance to be special. Like that guy in Kentucky just because he's big. I don't know. He might not any big game. Uh, Bobby, he's not ready for uh, so, so what's his Will, name? Will Levis. He's Will not, Levis. Any he's big not game ready. I saw, he didn't do jack. He's I mean, not ready for Oh, he's the NFL uh, first-round pick. Yeah, but What? That, I never seen him do anything in a big same game. Same thing all these people putting Anthony Richardson in round one. Anthony Richardson from Florida? Play? They better move him. I think he's athletic enough to play, maybe receive or DB or some quarterback, Jeff, he, can't, he can't read anything. Jeff, I think if you look past the quarterback position, I think defensive tackle has to be an area mm. this team has to really look at and look out early. And I'm talking about either with the first pick, in that first round pick or in the second round, because it was surprising this year how teams ran the football on them, especially early in the year. They got to get better in the middle. And it's been a while since the Saints team really invested heavily at that position. I mean, they drafted Sheldon Rankins a few years back. But other than that, they've, they've – and Dave Donyamata, I think, was a third rounder. Beyond that, it's been a lot of undrafted free agents. I think this is the year you're going to see them invest a little bit more at that position. Yeah, I agree there. Well, Sheldon Rankins is good, but he got hurt. Yeah, uh, so – Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it, bud. We've got a lot more to talk about. Uh, the offseason's never an offseason, so to speak. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. All right. Thank you, Jeff. 
We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 8-7. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 